0: Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on an intensive care unit in the first year of my career. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. Hey guys, welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. On today's episode, I want to start by just really quickly talking about the nursing resume and the nursing philosophy, if you guys kind of covered that in your nursing program, as well as talk about some interviewing tips and provide you some examples of potential interview questions that you might face. I hope that this will be helpful for you guys about to enter the workforce as the interview can be one of the scariest hurdles to overcome. I know a lot of people aren't comfortable interviewing, so I'm hoping this will take some of that anxiety out of the process. So let's just dive right in. So first, I want to talk about your nursing philosophy. So I don't know if every school kind of covers this. This was something that I had in my program, and I remember at the time thinking, this is a waste of time, why am I making this? But it ended up being actually really helpful for me. Um, I submitted it with my resume when I applied for positions. And what a nursing philosophy is, is it essentially just covers your, your why, your values and your beliefs as a nurse as you enter the profession. And so it kind of gives your employers an idea of why you want to be a nurse and what values are guiding you in that process. And, you know, as you're making it, of course, you're going to use some of that classic terminology. You're going to tell people what they want to hear. But also, I think it was helpful just to explore my why. Why do I want to be a nurse in the first place and what kind of nurse do I want to be? So that's the purpose behind your nursing philosophy. Hopefully that's something that is covered in your program. If not, you can certainly look up a ton of information about creating a nursing philosophy and just make make one. It, I mean, mine's I think a page, and just submit it with your resume. I found surprisingly in my interview, I was asked questions about my nursing philosophy, and my manager was really excited to see that I submitted a nursing philosophy. Um, And so it was helpful to have that. So make sure that you have a nursing philosophy if you don't already. I think that that will be a little bit helpful for you in the process because it can set you apart from others who might not have that and give your potential employer an idea of what kind of nurse you want to be. So for example, mine talks about Um, that I want to be a nurse with compassion and empathy. And I talked about collaborative care and things like that, that I think show employers who you're going to be as an employee. So that's number one. Second is your nursing resume. Um, And again, I hope that your nursing program helps you create this. I know that mine did. And that was such a helpful piece as it took one, one thing out of my preparation for my interview. So in the nursing resume, at least in mine, I start by, I have a statement that just tells who I am really quick and what I'm applying for. So I highlighted things like patient-centered care, collaboration, critical thinking, team teamwork, that kind of thing in my personal statement. And then I dive into my education focusing first on my nursing education. If you have a degree in something else as I do, um, that was my second piece. And if you have a good GPA, you can highlight it here. You don't have to though. It's certainly not a big deal. So if if you are, if your GPA is not like a 4.0, out, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal, but you can add it here if you like to. Beyond that, I dive into my clinical experience in my nursing resume, and I started with the experience in the area that I was interested in. Um, And, you know, I know for some of you, especially right now who are not having as much clinical experience because of the COVID situation, I would talk to your instructors and see kind of what your nursing resume should look like in these kinds of times when you don't have as much direct clinical experience. Um, make sure that you you ask them about that and see the best way to, to format it in your nursing resume. It might be something like highlighting your coursework or highlighting things, projects that you did, things like that, to show your potential employer the work that you've done, even if it's not directly in a hospital. And in these times, your employers are going to expect this. They can't Expect you to have a ton of clinical experience when COVID's going on. So don't panic if you have missed out on some clinical opportunities. That won't hold you back. It shouldn't hold you back from getting a position, especially during these times. But so I talked about my clinical experience and in each box, especially the area again that I was applying for. So I focused on critical care because that was the area I was interested in. So I highlighted what I learned in my clinical experience. So I talked about caring for two ICU patients, so taking on a full patient load. Um, I talked about presenting in rounds with my doctors and the titrating, working on titrating drips. I talked about things like that um, and highlighted some of those skills so they could see what I had done. And I also specifically focused on the clinical experience that I had at the hospital I was applying for. So I highlighted that. So I work at Tucson Medical Center here in Tucson, Arizona, and that's where I spent a lot of my clinical time. And so I made sure that that was the first thing on the top of my resume. Here's all this time, all these hours that I spent at Tucson Medical Center, and here's what I learned. So it gives them a little bit of of a snapshot of what I did while I was at their hospital. Beyond that, I kind of cover each Individual area um, broken down into med surge and behavioral health things like that. So I really just briefly kind of talk about some of the skills I learned there, and really focused mostly on my critical care and my time spent at the hospital I was applying for. After that, I talk about my other general experience, my past job experience. Really, I just briefly put it in there so they kind of had an idea about who who I am outside of nursing. And again, this was helpful for me because it brought something to the interview. So I, before I was a nurse, I worked in behavioral health. And so that was a topic that came up during my interview. They were like, that's really interesting that you worked in behavioral health. Tell me more about it. Tell me what you did. Um, And I used that to spin it back to nursing. So I got to talk about my experience in behavioral health. And I used that and kind of went, oh, well, this has actually been very helpful for me in my nursing career because I learned this, this, and this skill. And so I translated it to nursing. So you can do that with some of your positions in the past if they've prepared you for nursing. Or if there was a reason you left that position because you wanted to pursue something. Like like in my case, I worked in research and I talked in my interview about, you know, I, I loved learning about The science and I loved the research, but I was missing the direct human contact, which is why I went into nursing. So, again, you kind of can segue it into your interview. After experience, I briefly talk about any honors or scholarly societies that I might have been in. So, in my school, I was in the student organization and I also was in like the honors society of nursing. So, I added those there and then I added scholarships. So the nursing resume should be pretty simple um, and just focus mainly on your nursing experience and highlight that, definitely. And if it's helpful, let me know if you guys want me to post my, post my resume or my nursing philosophy. I don't mind doing that um, if it's helpful for you guys to see an example. So that was really quickly just the resume and the nursing philosophy. The big thing here is going to be the interview. So... Nursing interviews are mainly focused on behavioral-based interview questions, especially nowadays. That seems to be their strategy is using behavioral-based interview questions. So in general, you can certainly look that up. Just look up examples of behavior-based interview questions and you'll get a bunch of things that you can prep with. So the point of these is it allows them to ask questions that show how you might act in a certain situation. So for example, um, I have kind of a list of the questions that either I was asked or other people were asked. Um, I kind of tried to compile it so that I could look back just in case I didn't get the position that I did um, for future interviews. So I won't go through every single question that I have here just because I have, I don't know, 16 of them. And again, if it's helpful, let me know and I can try and post something that has a list of questions so you guys can hopefully prepare for your interview as well. But I'll highlight a few of them that I think are helpful in this preparation process. So the first one that you always should prepare for in any kind of interview is the classic, like, tell me about yourself. I hate that question. Nobody likes it, but it's, it's often asked because it's what they use for like an icebreaker and they use it to get to know you a little bit more as well. So I kind of the way I did this just in general, an overarching thing is I have my list of questions and I had this before I went to my interview and I went through each question and actually typed out answers, not so that I could memorize them and, you know, be robotic in an interview, but it helped me put my thoughts down so that I could have something in my brain on how I wanted to answer that question if it was asked. And it was helpful to review it before my interview. So I had an idea. Um, The other thing I did in prepping for my interview is I just went through my experience and thought about various categories. So I thought about, for example, a time that I made a mistake, I wrote down like a few versions that I could think of so that I had in my brain, I was like, ooh, they're going to ask me, Tell me about a time you made a mistake and what you did to recover. And so I had a list. I had like three different ones so that it wasn't me trying to sit there in the interview and think of a mistake that I've made randomly and getting anxious about it and having the awkward silence. I had a few in my brain already so that I could be like, oh, here's my here's my mistake that I'm going to talk about and how I spin it. I did that. I did like mistakes. I did a time that I used... Critical thinking. I thought about times that I had an issue with a coworker and how I overcame it. So the classic questions. I made a list um, with my examples of those various things so that I could go back to it. And and when they asked that question or asked that trigger word, it would trigger that memory or that that category that I had written down. Because it's helpful if you memorize just the questions that you have. You're not going to hear that same verbiage necessarily in an interview. So if you just have a a general category like mistakes, if they ask you something about an error or an oversight or something like that, those words will help you go back to the mistakes instead of you panicking when the question is different than what you prepared for. So just in general, try and go through times that you've made a mistake or had a conflict, Um, a time that you showed leadership, time that you showed teamwork, for example. Sometimes that's helpful just to have basic things jotted down so that you have examples. So in the tell me about yourself, that can be a very general tell me about yourself. Um, And in that case, you can just really briefly talk about, you know, who you are, things that you enjoy, your experience, whatever. Make sure in this case, it's so easy to get really long winded. And that's not necessarily what you want to do in an interview. So make sure that you keep things kind of simple, but also give them some details about yourself. So again, that's why it's helpful just to write it down. So, you know, like in my case, I talked really briefly about, oh, I moved to Tucson. I'm from New Hampshire. Um, I worked in this area. I worked in that area. And here's how it got me into the nursing career, for example. Um, And then talk about a little bit maybe about who you are outside of nursing And in general, why you're qualified for the job or why you're here, something like that. That's a very simple tell me about yourself. And just try and keep it concise because it's so, again, it's so easy in an interview to be nervous and to just try and fill silence with words and just keep talking and talking. And that's not necessarily the best approach. Beyond that, another question that you'll likely get is, the why do you want to be a nurse or why are you interested in becoming a nurse and you can prepare for this in a general sense why you want to be a nurse which is again goes back to your nursing philosophy for example but also you can prepare for it in the sense of why do you want to be an ICU nurse why do you want to be a pediatric nurse why do you want to work in the ER for example and think about that in the job that you're applying for so you can change this answer for whatever job you're looking for. So if you're going into med surge, they might ask, why do you want to be a neuro nurse if you're going to a neuro floor or something like that? So just have that preparation in the back of your mind. Because again, that's such a general question. It's very easy to get long-winded and lost in your thoughts. The last kind of general type question that I want to cover is, why you want to work at the facility that you're applying for. That's a classic question just because they want to know that you understand their values and understand maybe their approach to nursing or just care, healthcare in general. And this is a time when you can do your research beforehand and it shows that you prepared. It shows that you care about this job. So for example, when I applied for my job at Tucson Medical Center, I looked up their values. You can look it up online and it just lets you use those buzzwords in your answer, why you want to work there. And it also gives you a chance to kind of butter them up. Like, right, you're you're trying to tell them that I think that your hospital is the best and they like to hear that, right? So it shows interest. So that's one that you can prepare for. And that's kind of the last kind of general question, So those are just a few examples of those general ones. And then beyond that, you want to think about specific behavior-based interview questions that they might ask. So for example, you can always talk about a time that you made a mistake. And the key to these kinds of questions is you want to talk about the mistake that you made. Pick one that doesn't show you in a negative light. So don't pick a time that you made a major med error, for example, or a time that you didn't do the best thing for your patient. Pick a time that you kind of like, maybe you didn't delegate properly. Maybe you struggled with time management when you first were a nursing student and you learned over time. So you want to pick one that doesn't necessarily put show you in a negative light, one that you can recover from. And then the other really important piece of this is you want to show How you recovered from it, how you learned from it, and why you won't make that mistake again necessarily. So, you don't just want to talk about a time that you did something wrong. You want to talk about what you learned from that and how how you will move in the future. So, for example, if you're talking about a mistake, I think in my interview, I think I talked about a time that I learned about delegation. So, I always, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. And so, I want to do everything myself because I worry that it's not going to get done right. And that was something that I had to overcome and learn to delegate so that I could get all of my tasks done properly. So I talked about an example in my previous jobs and use that to segue into how I've learned now. And the other thing with this, a classic question, is you may only have a certain amount of clinical experience in these interviews, especially if you are a new grad it's okay to use examples from your life and use examples from other jobs that have nothing to do with nursing. So don't don't worry if you don't have a bunch of nursing examples for this. It's okay to use your past experience. So I think in this question, I think I talked about my experience in behavioral health, and being a new manager and learning how to give constructive criticism or something like that. Or maybe I wasn't clear enough with my criticism. And so the issue wasn't resolved. So use that. It's okay to use your past experience, even if it doesn't have to do with nursing. So that's one. Another classic thing that you might see is talking about a time that you had a conflict and how you dealt with that conflict. Because again, what they want to see is that you recognize that you might do something incorrectly or that you might have conflicts with coworkers and they want to see how you'll respond. And again, the key here is not to make excuses and it's not to blame everything on somebody else. So you're not trying to point out like, oh, I got in this conflict with a coworker because she was trying to do something and she was wrong. And I told her about how wrong she was. Like, they don't want to hear about cattiness. They don't want to hear about how you put somebody else down. They don't want to hear that kind of thing. In this case, you're trying to show yourself in a positive light. So use this opportunity to talk about a time that you had a conflict and how you overcame it and how you learned from it. That's the key. So for example, the conflict that I had talked about was something about um, as a new manager that I had a coworker or one of my employees that was giving direction incorrectly to our clients. And so I needed to, I needed Him to resolve that issue. So I gave him this very general direction. I said, like, hey, can you work on this? Something very vague, and let that go. And so then I watched him not fix the problem that I had in the first place. And the issue with this, the conflict that I had, is that I did not give clear direction. So that's me showing the interviewer that I recognize that I did something wrong, that I'm capable of doing that. And Showing them how I resolved it is also helpful. So I resolved it by meeting with my employee directly, admitting that I had given unclear direction and resolving it by telling them exactly what I needed from them and learning from it by using that skill in the future. So always starting with very clear direction on what I need. So I showed them the issue that I had the way that i resolved it with this specific employee and what i learned from it and how i won't do that again so this is your opportunity to do that and show the interviewer that you're capable of getting through a conflict resolving it and learning from it so that's the key here and that's the whole point of the question the other question that you're probably going to hear is something about teamwork they always want to hear about how you work as part of a team and examples of how you've demonstrated teamwork in the in the past so this is important because, as we've talked about, nursing is a team sport. So you're going to be working as part of a team. So they don't, again, want to hear about the time that you did everything by yourself and you're great and everyone else sucks. That's not the point. The point here is to talk about a time that you worked as part of a team and how and the positives that came out of it, how it was helpful, and how you learned that that's helpful in the future. I'm sorry if you hear scratching in the background. My dog <laughs> Is very upset that she's not in the room with me. So if you hear scratching, it's my dog scratching the door because she's upset at me. Anyways, so teamwork is important in nursing. So you you may not have a nursing example. If you do have a nursing example of a time that you you use teamwork, use that. Even if it's group work in nursing school, having to work with different personalities is an important skill to have, and that's what you can highlight here. You can show them how you work with. bunch of different types of people, how you love working as part of a team, how you value teamwork. That's what you're trying to highlight in this answer. Then another question, a challenging one actually, was a question about how to handle a demanding or entitled patient because you're going to have them. And this one always throws you off because you don't want to label patients like that anyway. And so this is a good one to prepare for beforehand so that you have an example of a time that you may have encountered this even if it was it doesn't necessarily have to be a patient maybe it was a demanding customer that you dealt with when you worked in retail kind of thing anything like that you can highlight and talk about how you dealt with it and the key again here is you want to you can highlight if, if you feel like you know I don't like to label patients that way talk about that because it shows them that you care about your patients and that you recognize that they're in a difficult situation. And so that might be why they're displaying these behaviors and you don't necessarily judge them for that. And they want to see that. That's helpful. So in this case, I think I talked about, you know, hey, you know, one, I don't like labeling patients as demanding, you know, sometimes I hear that in report and I always try and go into a room with an open mind before I expect a patient to be demanding, even if I was told that they are. And the way that I deal with this is I tell them everything that I'm going to be doing for the day. I involve them in my patient care and I focus on patient centered care. And that's a keyword. That's a buzzword. You always want to use those types of buzzwords in your answers. They like to hear that. They like to hear things like patient centered care, compassion, empathy, teamwork. Those types of words will, will trigger them. So you want to use them in your answers. So In this case, you're going to be talking about a time that you had a difficult customer, a difficult patient, that you had challenges with the patient and how you overcame it. And show a time that you actually had a good relationship with the patient at the end of the day, even if other nurses maybe didn't. Use that for that situation. So that one's a good one. The other one, the other area of questions that you might hear are actually nursing content questions or like critical thinking questions because they want to see how your brain works and how it works in, when, when you're thinking about nursing problems. So one that I encountered was them giving me some vital signs and asking me what I would do. And these ones are scary because you're like, I haven't been a nurse. I don't know. This is terrifying. What if I say the wrong thing? All that they're trying to do here is see how you think critically, how you process that information and what your next steps might be. So don't panic if you don't know the exact answer, that's okay. But they do want to see that your brain works in in a way that they're looking for. So for example, I think they told me something like my patient had a temperature of like 102 and their heart rate was high, they were breathing fast, their blood pressure was low and their oxygen was this. And the question was, what do you do? So what they want to see is I see those vital signs and I'm hearing, ooh, that kind of sounds like it could be sepsis. And then I would talk about, like, oh, I would trigger this sepsis protocol. I would do this, this, and that. I would talk to this doctor um, reporting these vitals. I would ask this nurse to help me with getting fluids or whatever it is. What they really want to hear is that you recognize that that might be an issue for this patient. Even if you don't use the word sepsis, they want to hear that you recognize that those vitals are concerning and that you know to reach out to other people and report these kinds of things to the doctor, for example. And it's okay in this in this circumstance to talk about, like, as a new nurse, I would see those vitals and I would be concerned. And so I would probably reach out to another nurse if I wasn't sure how to move forward and see what the best next steps are. So that's okay, too, because you're re- reaching out to a resource. But recognize that those types of vitals show that it could be sepsis. And that's helpful for them to see, like, oh, they recognize this issue. Another question that you might see is something like um, You see that a patient's call light goes off and it's not your patient. What do you do? So they want to see that you don't just wait for another nurse to get it. <laughs> they want to see that you respond to a call light. And maybe you encounter the patient and they're. They're, they've been incontinent or something like that and they need to be changed so then what do you do right do you do you leave the room and hope that the next nurse notices and changes them themselves? Do you go tell the patient's nurse or do you do do you fix the problem yourself Do you show teamwork and helpfulness in the situation that's what that's the answer they're looking for so they want to hear you say like oh well if the patient needed to be changed I'd probably go grab, a tech or another available nurse to help me get them changed. I would comfort them, explain that, you know, it's okay that this happened. Don't be embarrassed. We're going to get you all cleaned up and comfortable. So you show that you care about your patient. You show that you know to ask for help. And you show that you're not just going to leave the problem for somebody else to fix. Those are the keys there. Then lastly, you might, you're going to get questions about how others would describe you. Talk about the positives there. But one key at the end of every interview is they're going to ask you if you have any questions. And at the end of it, it's often normal to feel like, oh my God, I just want this to be over. No, I don't have questions, whatever. It's helpful to actually have questions to ask them because it shows that you care about the job. So go in with a few questions for them and make them something that shows that you're not just asking about, like, how much money am I going to make? How much PTO am I going to have? Like, that's not a question that you necessarily want to ask at this stage. You want to ask things like, why do you like working on this floor? What's your favorite part about it? Um, What can I expect from the team? How, How valuable is teamwork on this unit? You can also ask things like, can I take a tour of the unit? Can I meet some of my potential coworkers. And those are important, especially if you haven't had clinical experience, because you can see how the floor works and the dynamic that you might encounter if you if you're going to work there. And for those of you who haven't had a lot of clinical experience because of the COVID situation, this is a helpful one because you haven't been able to interact with your potential coworkers a lot. And so you don't get to get that key piece. And that is one factor that I think should weigh heavily on your decision on where you want to work, is how does the team work on the floor that you're interested in? Because you might be interested in critical care, but if the hospital that will, is willing to hire you in critical care has a team that does not work well together, um, maybe it has a bunch of nurses who belittle new grads or they're bullies. If you see that kind of thing, just because you got a job in critical care, that's not the floor that you want to work on, even if that's the area you're interested in. The key, the most important thing, I think, when you are a new grad and when you're just starting out is you want to find a floor where there's a strong team and where they take care of all of their team teammates, not just those who are experienced. You want to find a floor that nurtures new grads. You want to find a floor where your coworkers are going to be really supportive of you, where you feel comfortable. So if you have the opportunity to tour a floor, to maybe meet other nurses that are on the floor, and you can make a connection with them. Maybe you see that nurses are answering other nurses' call lights. Maybe you see that they're communicating really well with each other. Those are the types of things that you want to be looking for. So that's a great question to ask, especially in this circumstance. So you can use that too. You can say you know, I haven't had as much clinical experience as I've wanted to because of the coronavirus, so is it possible for me to maybe meet some of my possible coworkers, or is it possible for me to take a tour of the floor to see where I might be working? That's a good question to ask, and the worst that they can say is, I'm sorry, that's not possible right now. Okay, you move on, but that's a great one to ask. So there are so many more, and as I said, Look up behavior-based interview questions, and you'll find so many examples. And these are the ones that most hospitals are using nowadays because it just allows them to gauge how you might act in situations, which is extremely important when you're trying to decide who to hire as a new nurse. You want to see their behavior more than these like boring questions about, I don't know, where you went to school or why you're qualified. They want to see how you'll act. So those are some examples. There are so many. So look them up, and if it's helpful, I can post more um, from my list so that you guys can maybe prep for your own interviews. So let me know if you would like me to do that. So I hope that this was a helpful episode, and I hope that it makes you feel slightly more prepared. Um, message me or let me know if in the comments if you have any other questions about the interview process or if you would like more resources from me about how to interview or the questions that I have. So I know that this is an extremely overwhelming piece of becoming a nurse, and I'm sure as you're encountering it, you've, you're you dealing with a ton of other stressors as well, but just know that the key here is to prepare. You're going to feel so much better if you prepare for your interview, research the hospital that you're looking for, make connections that way, and go in with confidence. I mean, at this point, you've already gotten through nursing school, so you can essentially do anything if you've already survived nursing school you can do any job at the end of the day trust yourself you have prepared for this you've worked hard for it and you know what you're talking about go in with confidence i have no doubt that you're going to do so great and you're going to be an amazing nurse so act like you're already an amazing nurse when you go in all right guys i'll see you next week Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at the nursing co-op so I can thank you personally. That way, we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.